0: Thank you for joining us for Working Through the Word, a ministry of the Richmond Church of Christ. Let's join our pulpit minister, Mike Johnson, as he brings today's lesson. Our theme for the day is the sheepfold, And our discussion, of course, continues as we think once a month on our theme for the year, which is the abundant life, live the abundant life. And we talked this morning about the necessity of the sheepfold, the place where the sheep find exactly what they need. And of course, the sheepfold is the church. And we should be the place where people find what they need and want spiritually. So our challenge to us as the people of God is to be The sheepfold that God wants us to be, providing for the sheep what they need and really what they want. I have a phrase for you that you have heard many times, probably have used it yourself. And the phrase is, you can't fit a square peg in a round hole. It just doesn't work. Now that phrase, that concept is intended to transmit a message and the message is if you want to be a part of something, if you want to take part in something, you're going to have to fit in. Things don't fit around you. It is not the way that life works, that life adjusts to us. In fact, we adjust to it. Now, when you see or you hear that phrase, the square peg in the round hole, we understand that that's merely an analogy. By using this idea, we can transmit a message and we can understand some things that will be beneficial to us. But like any analogy, it has its limitations. There is no perfect analogy. There is no perfect illustration. For if you begin to pick it apart, you will find very quickly that it is not in every respect exactly what you want it to be. And so I want you to gain the message that is intended, and not take it any farther than I intend it to go. It's interesting to me that parables in Scripture are the exact same thing. When Jesus told a parable, He told us what the meaning was. And where there was in the details of the parable, where there was a connection that he wanted us to see, he said, well, this is like this. But there are many details within the parables that Jesus did not connect a specific lesson. And it's not my job then to go into the parable and say, well, this means this and this means this. That would be difficult to do because I don't know the mind of Jesus that well. So his parable fit his point. And I hope by the end of this lesson that this analogy will fit the point that I want us to make. Concerning my participation, your participation, or being a part of the sheepfold. For us, the Richmond sheepfold. But of course you take it, if you're online with us, you take it, for the local sheepfold where you are. And let's see if we can learn the lessons. Let me begin by making a a universal statement. I have preached this for as long as I can remember. Every church sheepfold should have enough stuff happening that everybody finds a place. But should never demand that everybody do everything. See, the sheepfold needs to be big enough to include everybody who wants to be a part. Can you even imagine a shepherd taking his sheep after a day? And he goes to the sheepfold and everyone's coming in and there's this one sheep over here. And he says, no, no. We don't have enough room for you tonight. You stay out there, because we don't have room for you. And the sheep probably thinking, now wait a minute. As we were coming back, I saw a wolf pretty close to here. You want me to stay outside? The church must be big enough to include anyone who wants to be here. But not only that, it it must have, as I said, enough opportunity for every single one to find a way to be included and to be active in the sheepfold. It is not possible for any one sheep at the local sheepfold, any one Christian in the church to do every single thing that is happening in that church. It can't happen unless that church is only doing one thing. If there's a church and the only thing it's doing is offering an opportunity to worship in public, that's the only thing they do? Well, I guess every single Christian can do that and should. But that's not the kind of church that Jesus is talking about. And that's not the kind of church. The sheepfold, that we're talking about today. We're talking about an active, working sheepfold. Now, it is the responsibility of the shepherd to take care of those sheep and provide what they need. That's his job. God has appointed shepherds, the idea of shepherds, to manage each sheepfold that God, through Christ, has established that we should have, under the universal, shepherd Jesus himself. So every place where there, are, where there is a sheepfold <clears throat> that has shepherds who manage and watch over it, it is their job to make sure that every single sheep can be a part. And the way that is done is to make sure that there are things that are available that every single person can find a way to fit, can find a way to be a part. That's why our shepherds have for many, many years had a man working as a deacon We call him the involvement guy. It's not because the shepherds are giving up their role and just telling him to run it. It's because they are concerned to get every single person involved. And it makes sense because God wants deacons to manage those various things. Now, we all understand that. But notice the analogy The deacons, in my way of looking at this analogy, the deacons represent the managers of particular holes. The shepherds are watching over all of them, looking out particularly for the spiritual well-being, which is improved the more each one is involved. And each sheep is a peg. So let's look at that analogy. The peg and the holes. Think about what we have. The peg represents you and me. I was looking today back here in the kids' place. I looked at home. And I couldn't find it, <clears throat> but you've seen the children's things where they have the little wooden bench with different shaped holes, and you have something to put into those holes that fits that shape. Well, this is the idea in a, a bit of a way, because what we're trying to see is If you just have this round hole, the square peg won't go. So look at the things, the peg, each of the sheep. The holes represent the works that are available to be done. One work looks like a triangle. Another work looks like an octagon. Another work looks like a square, and so on and so forth. And so we're trying to find the the way to get everyone pegged in, if you will. But Now, the square peg doesn't go in the round hole. You notice why that is? The square peg won't go in the round hole because it has four edges. And the edges don't go down through the hole as they should. And even if you could expand the hole, there would still be gaps from edge to edge that aren't filled. This is where the analogy needs to be understood for what it is and no more than it is. Because in this analogy, the edges represent the parts of each one of us that need to be sanded, that need to be smoothed away, that need disciplining, that need to fit with the whole. And that's what those edges are. They need to be sanded off they need to be rounded off so that they will fit. And the shapes of the holes, we're not changing them because they represent the ministries of this church. And here is a ministry, and this is what we're doing. And you don't just radically change the ministry to fit the person who's running it. You, You have a ministry because God defined that. And then we have people who manage it, who work it, who use it. And it may have some changes, but the shape remains the same. It's my job to learn to fit in. Take your Bibles, if you will, to Ephesians chapter 4. This is our text for the evening And I want you to notice in this text as we speak about some things, I want you to notice what's going on in this text. Because what I am addressing tonight is the subject of submission. The subject of submission. We need to understand the concept. We can't preach it too much. Because submission usually is not something we just do really well naturally. It's something we have to learn to do. Let's think about submission together. In the first place, let's understand what we're talking about when we talk about submission We're talking about a word that means to arrange yourself under. That's all it means. It doesn't mean you aren't as good as this person under whom you are, and therefore you are submissive. No, that's not what it means. It means just put yourself there. Arrange yourself there. Choose to be there. So when we talk about submission, we're talking about arranging ourselves, placing ourselves by our free will, putting ourselves in a certain place for a certain reason, because that's what God wants. And maybe even more importantly, to some degree, that's what we need. When we talk about submission, we're also talking about all of life. And people who get upset at the idea of submission fail to realize that we submit all the time. Romans 13:1, let every soul be subject to higher powers. We are, as Christian people, submissive to government that God has appointed. We don't have to like everything they say and do, but we are submissive until they step over their roles and keep us from, or try to keep us from doing what God wants. 1 Corinthians 16 and verse 16, I've really never noticed this one before until looking at it today, but Paul told the Corinthians, there are people ministering among you. You be subject to those who do such. In other words, you be submissive to people who are ministering for the Lord. You work with them. You work under them. You submit. If somebody is really trying to minister for the Lord, get in there and work with them. Arrange yourself under their ministry. There's the shape into which the peg goes. That shape. We should honor that. Ephesians 5 and 21, Every one of us should, should, should submit to each other. Every single person submits to every other. That's what happens in the sheepfold. Everybody's looking out for everybody else. And we are submissive. 1 Peter chapter 2 and verse 18. Peter told servants to be submissive to their masters. And in principle, I think it is absolutely true that the employee submits to the employer. Because in a very real way, most of the servants of that day were employees. They were bond servants. So the idea is you work somewhere and because of the place you work, they have rules and you have to submit or You can submit your resignation. Or they will submit to you your firing. That's just how it works. In 1 Peter 5 and verse 5, we're supposed to submit to those who rule over us as far as the church is concerned. We're supposed to submit to our shepherds. There's. Other special submission other than that, the children to parents, wives to husbands. There's all kinds of things about submission in Scripture. It's not a bad word. It's not a dirty word. It's a good thing. And it's good for us. So for our purposes, look at this text with me. And I want you to notice the text that was read. I want you to notice the words that form the prayer of the rounded peg. The prayer, I guess it would be better worded, the prayer of the square peg. And as each of us has edges that need to be honed, each of us has edges that need to be sanded, listen to how we can find that prayer in this text. Ephesians chapter 4. The first word, equipping. Lord, Round off my edges. Make me willing to be taught. Paul said, these people that God put in the church are here to equip you, to teach you, to help you. To be a part of the sheepfold, I want to... Take the edges off of my square peg enough that I can allow someone else to teach me. I can't come to this situation. And as a square peg say, I'm okay. I don't need any help. I know it all. You don't need to help me. I don't want your help. If I'm going to be the rounded peg, sanded well, THE MORE MY EDGES ARE TAKEN AWAY, IT WILL BE BECAUSE I WANT TO BE TAUGHT. LOOK AT THE SECOND WORD, THE EQUIPPING OF THE SAINTS FOR THE WORK OF MINISTRY. LORD, ROUND OFF MY EDGES TO HELP ME BE A SERVANT. The church is the place of ministry. Led by Jesus himself who said, I did not come to be ministered to, but to minister. To be a part of the church, to be in the sheepfold of God, I have to be willing to serve. And if your idea of being in the sheepfold is to be served. You got a problem. One of the more disturbing things that I hear said about people and their concept of the church. What do you have for me? What do you have for me? Now I understand Every church is different. Every congregation has its own nature, its own personality. And it offers different things, different ministries, and different opportunities. I get that. But sometimes there aren't options. Sometimes you're in a place where this is the church. That's it. There's no other place. And now it really becomes obvious That the attitude should be, what can I do to serve? Not what can you do to serve me? Number three, the edifying of the body of Christ. Lord, round off my edges to help me be more encouraging. Some square pegs like to keep their edges. They like to criticize. They like to point out problems. They like to be harsh, sometimes mean. In the sheepfold, we want a place where people are encouraged where they're uplifted, where they feel better because they're around better people. It is important, as we've said many times, that as people interacting with each other, that we display an attitude of care and concern and encouraging when you're not in the sheepfold, there are plenty of opportunities for people to criticize, and they're going to do it. They're going to try to tear you down. But when we come to the sheepfold, we should major in encouraging and building up rather than in tearing down. Number four, he says the unity. Of the faith, the unity of the faith. Lord, round off my edges so that I want to fit in. The truth of the matter is, some people don't fit because they don't want to. But number two, some don't fit because they don't try. Maybe they want to, but they're not trying very hard. Think in your past. Can you think of people, families, new people that came into the sheepfold and they just seemed immediately to fit? Why is that? Are they special? Are they better than anybody else who newly came to the sheepfold? No. But they tried. They intended to fit. And they did what they needed to do to fit. Lord, round off my edges. Because I really do want to fit. The next one is the measure of the stature of the fullness of Christ. Lord, round off my edges so that I'll let Jesus be in charge. It's tough to let somebody else take over. It's tough to let somebody else have control. Are you one of those people that would love to have an extra brake pad on your side of the car? Do you push the floorboard where you are? Maybe you would like to have an extra accelerator on your side. I'll give you a hint. That's the one Marjorie wanted. My mother-in-law wanted an extra accelerator. Because Orin doesn't drive as fast as Wild Marge wanted to drive. I'm just telling you. It's tough to let somebody else have charge. Lord, round off my edges so I'll let Jesus be in charge. Notice the next word. What every joint supplies... Lord, round off my edges so that I'll do my part. Every sheepfold needs every sheep having a part. Do your part. Ask God to round off your edges to be willing to say, what's my part? How can I help? I want to fit and I want to supply what I can supply. Finally, according to the effective working by which every part does its share, adding to the growth of the body. Lord, round off my edges. So that I will realize that it's not about me, it's about we. The prayer of the square peg is a prayer to have the edges sanded and smoothed, to take off the edges that get in the way, so that the sheepfold can be exactly what it needs to be. The abundant life is found in the sheepfold. I hope every one of us will look at our own edges and decide, okay, I'm willing to have them sanded off by my people here so that we can fit together in all of those places. It's interesting to me in that children's thing with the shapes, <clears throat> most every one of those shapes, if the peg is small enough, will fit. The rounded peg, if it's small enough, it'll fit in any shape on that board. Does that mean you, better, you should be grounded down to nothing? <laughs> no, it's not what it means. It just means that the the shape, the ministry, it's bigger than me. It's bigger than you. And I can get involved and I can be a part because that's where the abundant life lies. I hope that this concept of the sheepfold has been helpful to you today. And as always, will God bless our country? Will God bless this sheepfold and every other one serving under the great shepherd. And will God bless each one of us that we might learn to smooth our edges, to be a part, an active part, of the sheepfold we choose. We hope you enjoyed today's broadcast brought to you by the Richmond Church of Christ. We are located at 1500 Lancaster Road in Richmond, Kentucky.